What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Make It Work podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. We're going to start at the top. As always, rate, review, subscribe, five stars. And I was actually looking at our data this week, week, Morgan, and we have a really good retention rate. So almost everybody who hangs out with us and subscribes listens to our whole episode, which ends up is not always the case for most podcasts. I was pretty proud of us for that. So thank you guys for actually listening to the whole thing and not quitting on us. That's cool. Thanks, weenies. Yeah. So we got some loyal people in here. We're thankful for you. And the best way you can help us is by doing that and then just telling one friend this week about our podcast. Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback so far for the Enneagram episode, too, which is exciting. A lot of back and forth. I love that. I love when people actually interact with us and tell us what they think, especially with the specific episodes, because then it kind of helps tailor our content that, you know, we know you like this. We know you don't like that or you're not as into this. Right. Yeah. Huge help. Big fan of you guys. Yeah. And I, honest to God, have basically worked or edited that fucking hour and 40 minute episode since the last time we recorded. So any recommendations? Because I have nothing. Oh, yes, I do. But it's not on the Black Lives Matter movement. And I don't want anybody to forget that movement at all and not be on board with that. So mine's a not BLM related. We our recording schedule is so weird that I haven't listened or watched anything new. But I will say on any streaming platform that you're looking at right now, like my parents have Xfinity, I have Netflix and Hulu. There's a section dedicated to Black Lives Matter with a lot of good content that I have on a list of things to watch that I truthfully have not had time to sit down and look at yet. I'm kind of just like, I just keep having moments where I'm like looking back and cringing at myself. Like that wasn't great. Or like I started to rewatch the help. Oh yeah. What a bullshit movie. Really? I haven't seen it since like it came out. Cause it's, it's, like this white woman savior complex thing that is so obvious now it's like really kind of gross to watch yeah, now yeah it was awful so just kind of looking back and being like hmm when you thought you were being an ally but you were not you just learned a lot you know your whole perspective yeah. changed that's part of growing up you know right and I remember having a boyfriend tell me when I was 14 that I had changed or something. Actually, it was actually after you moved. I'm like, yeah, we're fucking teenagers. Everything's going to right. change constantly. That's life. Just be on the right side mm-hmm. of history as things are changing, guys. Make good choices. Yeah, like I look at photos from, you know, like the peaceful sit-ins and stuff like that with the civil rights movement and like... The people who are the assholes in that, I'm sure, felt the same way that the people who are being assholes right now feel, which is heinous. <laughs> and you're just going to look like the bad guy in the history books once this is all over. So just get with the times, take a deep breath. You're not the priority. And, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And if we keep fucking killing people and, weakening them through systemic processes and policies, then that's how strong our country is. Yeah. We acknowledge, we learn, we grow, we do better. That's how it works. Be better. Just be better than you were yesterday. That's all we're asking. Just be better. Right. And I have like half of a day of work tomorrow, only a few hours covering. So My plan is to get that shit done and then find a few things to watch or listen to or read so that I have something solid to recommend next time we record. So I will have stuff. I'll say I'll try. I work two of the next three, so I have no idea when I'll get to something, but I'll try. (laughs) However, I do have a recommendation that's not BLM related. Okay. Righteous Gemstones. Oh, is that the Adam Sandler movie? No. Oh, that is a movie. Wait, but... Righteous Gemstones, the TV show? Yes. I've seen every fucking episode, dude. Oh. What a badass show. It's, it's so good. Hysterical. It's the creepy evangelical church family. Yes. Oh, my God. This is the most attached I've been to a show. So my our one-year anniversary was on Saturday, and 
I'm an extrovert, but like in a way that I like being with my small group of people and like being at my house, like that's my happy place. So we went to dinner and then Charlie and I just like Netflix, or I guess this is HBO binged. Uh, I was was in heaven. This is like my favorite thing. And we stayed up till 4 a.m. Watching that show. It's so good. Wait, I watched that with my dad and my sister. And the first episode we were like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous. Like fucking mega church evangelical christian money laundering bullshit yeah and then the end of the first episode is you're like what the we were fuck like, what the fuck is this and we all kind of like looked at each other and we were like what time is it it's like 10 p.m round it up episode two like let's fucking go mm-hmm. i think it took us a few days to watch it just because there were three of us but yeah. holy shit that is a great fucking show i cannot believe you watched that and you liked it i love it it's i love funny shit it is just wild it has y'all it has crazy churches also my dad grew up pentecostal and oh, yeah my brother is still pentecostal so i won't get too far into it but i have absolutely nothing i agree with in that church just so we're all crystal clear so this shit is fucking wild to me and i love good comedy and i love crime we'll just leave it at that so it's not like a everybody knows i love crime like murder sex and food are the things that are my passions in life and the show has everything but the food Wow. Yeah, it's great. It's a good time. And I love to laugh in that show. God, it's so funny. It's like witty funny, stupid funny, all the funny. The the daughter, yes. the adult daughter in that fucking show <laughs> rocks my goddamn world. I just, uh, I fucking love it. I she, fucking love it. Yes, is it, she is the cringe of all cringes. <laughs> I hate it. She's uh. disgusting. Speaking of things that aren't BLM related, but are that we're recommending Mm -hmm. because I did start a podcast just because it was a series on something that I was interested in. And I just needed to like focus on something else while I took a walk the other day. So I started the dating game killer from Wondery. I think I've listened to a couple episodes and then it was pretty good. I have not finished it though. Okay. It's a seven part series. First of all, Wondery always does a good job. I think with their crime series, but this is chilling. Just as I know that is not us taking a stance on accepting what they did with um, Call Me Daddy and stuff like that, by the way. Morgan probably doesn't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. But just because we think Wandry does a good, jo- good job on crime does not mean we support any of that shit that they tried to pull with that. Just want to make that clear. Continue, Morgan. Okay. I don't listen to that. I thought that was a Barstool thing. It is. And Wondery basically tried to buy them out from under Barstool uh, when I was trying to leave. Okay. It was a whole that thing. sounds shady balls. I have nothing to do with that exactly. i don't understand so and i don't fucking pay attention well we're just in the I podcasting sh- community so i want to make it clear right. you know okay girl power mm-hmm. is essentially what we're going with although mm-hmm. i don't really like barstool as like a person but that's fine mm-hmm. they do a good job with the crime stuff and because they they have a bunch of oh like, yeah tr- crime series that are really well done absolutely this one I suggest listening to when you're driving, when the sun's still out. Ooh, spooky. When you're walking, when the sun's still out. Like, not a before bed kind of listen. Got you. It is terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm on board. Yeah, it like, it gets right in there. I think we started on a road trip and I didn't finish. I need to. Yeah. I love it. It's batshit crazy. It is batshit crazy. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know about the business side of things because I just don't pay attention to it. And I should, but I don't. You know, there's other things that I need to focus on. Well, I just, us being in podcasting and then obviously my partner's in podcasting, that's how we were able to kind of get into the game with a lot of their help. And so I find the business of podcasting fascinating. And so I have a lot of different viewpoints that we won't get into on this episode because we have other fun stuff we're doing. But basically, I think what Wondery did was shady. I think Suitman's shady as fuck, I believe, in Mm -hmm. women asking for what they need and what they want, but also in doing good business so you can continue doing business and don't give up your intellectual property, ladies. And we're rolling. Next subject. (laughs) Today, we are doing social media. 
We're talking about social media and we're starting from the tippy tippy top. Yeah, we want to do like a timeline kind of vibe because obviously there's a lot of messages, things we want to go over, things you guys have heard repeated over and over again. You've talked about with your girlfriends at lunch, but we want to break down some nostalgia and what I mean, we grew up in the generation where social media started. Right. You know, we uh, Morgan, and I came out at the top with like, you know, MSN Messenger. We were more into AIM, the AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, I never had the MSN thing. I was not allowed to like hop into social media and messaging until AIM was the thing. Yeah, same. My dad wouldn't let me get it until uh, we were, I think I got it right before eighth grade and I had a shit screen name because it was just like Steph J something. (laughs) And so then Morgan and I (laughs) decided I needed a new screen name because we were at a new school and Mm -hmm. my dumbass. Which, with your help, because you know by the end of it on there that it came from you, it was like <laughs> Stephanie XO. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. We thought we were funny. I, not, mm, I can't. Humor doesn't age well. So dumb. Mine initially was like something to do with dancing, but it was like too long. And then I was just Mugs XO. Mm hmm. I had a cute one. I stand by Mugs XO. Stephanie, nay, nay, that was dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. But I'm like, I know that I did it with you because I remember being in the office at your Willamette house. Yeah. With all like the windows and open doors. Also, your parents were so smart to have us do that shit with like open doors so they could see if we were up to shady shit in there. Like as a parent now, I'm like, oh, that was really smart of them to do because if we ever really would have gotten into anything yeah. other than copying our ass on your copying machine. <laughs> Which everyone should do at least once. At least once. At least one time. And we did a Minimally. couple times. <laughs> yeah. I stand by that. I do stand by that. But yeah, I remember making my new screen name at your house. I remember crafting up away messages while we were going to go do oh stuff. Like passive so dramatic. aggressive, dramatic away messages with song lyrics in it. And then that was kind of when you first saw the creeping in of girl drama into away messages because people would put in their away messages like who they were with on like a friday night so then you would know if you were left out of something or not invited to a slumber it was the away messages and it was like the profile oh like when you clicked into someone's screen name and they would have like their friends initials or something do you remember that now that you're saying it yes you have have like a a song quote yeah Yeah. it would be like a song quote and then like a list of initials and you'd be like am i in there like am i one of the friends that's in there (laughs) oh and the squiggly lines and stars and the Uh font with the (laughs) it was art (laughs) unfucking believable oh god so yeah so that created issues plus you'd want like I don't know. You'd want your crush to know what you were doing. Or you see the girls who had the balls to write when they were in the shower on their away messages. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Her mom does not look at her shit. <laughs> no, the best was like we had one desktop computer in my house. And then this was before phones had Internet or like apps were even a thing. Yeah. So I'd be like, mom needs the computer. <laughs> That's my away message. Like, don't send anything. Yeah, I'm or like, it. leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Don't text. Don't call me. Worst mm-hmm. or like, okay, I was usually not culprit of this, but like the girls would be like, worst day ever. Don't call me, and then put their phone number. And so people would oh call my god, and check on cry for help. Oh Jesus, I can't. The attention. Yeah. Also, before I met you. When I would do this, one of my girlfriends I w- went to middle school and elementary school with, we at her house had no supervision, <laughs> mm-hmm. which led to a lot of problems in other ways. But what it is, it's less here nor there. But we, I learned at her house about like chat rooms and oh, we, yes. And like ASL. So people would be like, ASL, I didn't know what that meant. And that what that does mean is age, sex and location. And these creepy motherfuckers would try to get you to send them pictures, which y'all, so back in the day, if you were going to send someone a picture this way before you had it on your phone, you would have had to go get a digital camera if you had one, then plug said digital camera in, or if you were wealthy enough to have the little thing that your, um, oh my God, the memory card goes into your computer, upload that, maybe edit it if you 
could afford like the programs to do that, then upload it, which would take a couple minutes to send it to someone. Right. Like sending a nude back in the day was a conscious thing. Like sending a nude in the early 2000s equals writing a handwritten letter, putting it in an envelope, writing the address on it, throwing a stamp and putting it in the mailbox. Like it was a fucking process. Here's my titties. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a Polaroid of my tits, Mr. Postman. (laughs) Like, that. Yeah, I mean, luckily for me, when this was going on, I was like disgusting looking and no one wanted anything from me because like I was the most disgusting person on earth because I looked like true. a five year old boy. It's not true. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted my nudes because they were like, I'm a 12 year old boy. I can just look at myself in the mirror and I look the same as you. <laughs> well, like if I tuck my little tiny cock between my legs, that's. <laughs> That's a Morgan. Not when you turn around. No boy's butt looks like yours. Okay. <laughs> and you just didn't have the equipment yet for some ass shots. Okay. That's all. The equipment had not caught up with your body type's demand. Okay. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. And also butts weren't as big of a deal back then. Yeah. You really came into your own once you came in your prime. So it really, it all worked out in your favor. Because what if butts were a thing back when like you weren't as juicy? You know what I mean? That would have been so sad. Right. You're right. And I mean, it all worked out in the end. Like, everything's fine, you know? <laughs> Ain't but no problem. She has no problem catching a dick, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like, it's all good. I catch tons of dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Amy Schumer quote because I'm like the same size as her. And she's like, I'm 160 pounds. I've never had a problem catching a dick. I'm fine. Yeah, I can catch a dick anytime I want. <laughs> anytime I want. Yes, we have a slightly limited time because Morgan's an angel and is recording before she goes to work. So I won't get into my story. We'll say that for another time because I'm a dumbass and I did send a nude and it did not go well. But that is its own extensive story. That's going to be one of the like lessons learned the hard way. Yeah. Topic. Yeah. 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 Because we both. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We got plenty of those. So that will come another time. But yeah. uh, Can't tell you how little I recommend sending a nude (laughs) on top of. I cannot tell you how much I recommend not sending a nude till minimum 21. Your frontal lobes are not fully developed yet. Yeah. <laughs> do not do it. Do not do it. Like if you are still in high school, you you can't escape these people. Okay. Just if that's the only reason why I can get through to you to not send a nude in high school, which I don't know if I even have any high scores listening to this because this is so fucking inappropriate. This whole podcast. <laughs> But I can't even stress to you enough that until you are minimum 21 years old, I would not send a nude and never put your fucking face in it. I don't care if he is the one or you think he's the one or he is an angel or you met him at fucking church camp. Don't send a picture of your titties with your face in it. Don't do it. They will send it to their friends. Yes. And if they don't send it, send it to their friends. They will show their friends. Okay. So just don't do it. Don't. It don't. don't do it. It's not worth it. We're going to catch it's up. so fucking difficult. Okay. We need to move on. We do need to move on because <laughs> I think we're going to come back to this later on in the timeline. Okay. Okay. Next one would be for us because we didn't. Did you have Zanga or any of that kind of shit? Like the blogs and stuff? I had a Zanga. You did? Okay. Briefly. It's so hard to upkeep a Zanga because you we were coding. I know. Same thing with what we're about to talk about MySpace. How come we didn't keep up with that? I, we coded a lot. Yeah, I and I just had that revelation today when I was thinking about this. Yeah, I was putting that in there. I was like, okay, I literally and I knew how to code. And now for our images for um for the Make It Work Instagram, I design a lot of the stuff on Over, mm-hmm. and on Over I have to input colors, and the colors are the same. Like, is it HTML colors or whatever it is where it's like six digits create the color on the color wheel. And I was like, oh, my God, I remember creating backgrounds and stuff on MySpace and looking up these color digits to do those. And I'm using those same colors now to do these designs. And I'm like, oh, my God, I used to be really fucking good at this stuff. (laughs) Now I am not. It takes so much more time because I let all that knowledge go. Why? Yeah, it's one of those things where it's you have to keep up with it and like learn with the times and the programs. And we. Facebook did it for us at that point. Mm-hmm. So 
we let it go, which is so unfortunate because it was such a cool skill. Yeah. But Zanga and MySpace were kind of like social networking, of course, like keeping tabs on friends and classmates and stuff like that. But it was more like self-expression, I think. Oh, yeah. A lot of people... Um, like the emo kids or like the scene kids in middle school were really big into Zanga and MySpace and they would post like depressed selfies and like change the song every day of like some other sad song on their page. I guess that would be more Zanga and then MySpace was like where the drama started and like it's just been like (laughs) getting worse and worse ever since. Yeah, we thought that there was a lot of drama when you like shoveled around your top eight or then you right. get like a new boyfriend. You have to decide if that new boyfriend or your best friend's going to be number one or two and somebody's going to be pissed off. And then like you okay. get in a fight with a girlfriend and then they get dropped off your top eight. And then you have to see, you see like another group of friends, like somebody put somebody new in there. It's a whole thing. And us being new kids in the time of MySpace, holy shit. That yeah, was a lot. Pay close attention to that. Yeah, like, okay, who hangs out with who? Okay, who's doing this? Who's their friend? Okay, I thought they were friends, but they're not on each other's top eight, so clearly they're not that fucking good of friends. Right. Yeah, it was a lot. Kyle was telling me today that he bypassed all the top eight drama because he just was friends with, like, eight different Tom accounts. <laughs> Remember Tom was yes. always like MySpace Tom and there was like the regular Tom and then there was like Cowboy Tom and like whatever, like people <laughs> would just cartoon on the Tom and he would just put those in his top eight. That is, I mean, that's so one never, way. What's that? I said that's one way to handle it. Just avoid it completely. <laughs> Honestly, God, genius. Right. So we never thought of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We had to do like a very strategic amount of moving and then i on i was not someone who would move stuff in a fight because i preferred for the other person to look petty so like they would like take me off their thing and i wouldn't have touched mine like it doesn't matter to me like the fight was nothing and i don't care and then they look like the petty <laughs> asshole so that was always my strategy is i like that's a good one i liked looking really calm so that was what my go-to god ew i, don't I was an immediate shuffler yeah, you're like, fuck this noise. I hate you. Yeah. I don't think I ever lost my spot. I feel like I secured it. I can't imagine. Between you- the two of us? Yeah, like, I don't feel like I ever made you mad enough to take me off your top eight. Well, we went to camp together, and then we got in a fight at camp, and then when we came back, we were in a fight. Do you remember this? And, like, yes. you shuffled around your top eight. I did, and it was, like, you and a couple of our other friends were, like, mad at me all together. Mm-hmm. And you all took me off your top eight. I do not remember this at all. I was like, these fucking bitches. (laughs) Then my mom made me apologize to you. She was like, obviously you did something fucked up. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) But also Stephanie's a a cunt. (laughs) I might have fucked up, but Stephanie's the worst. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could be a hothead. Close attention to that shit. Yeah, I was a hotheaded motherfucker, y'all. Like, don't. Don't get it twisted. Like, I I remember those fights. I remember camp. I don't even remember fully what the fight was about, but I remember going so excited to go and leaving and, like, we weren't talking. I know. It was, like, a bit. I think it was too much togetherness. Probably. We were, like, in the room together. We were, like, doing the same shit at camp. We made friends with the same people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, camp, I was my only really good camp experience. All my other camp experience were shit but yeah it was not good for our friendship no but we'd look at us now look at us look at us look at us say it again look at us (laughs) so fuck you camp (laughs) all-star what so i said so fuck you camp all-star yeah that's what it was yes it was Camp all star Mm -hmm. sports camp y'all we went to fucking sports camp Sports camp. <laughs> Who thought that was a good... I had to have gone there with you because no one in my life would have been like, you know where Stephanie would thrive? <laughs> Sports, Sports camp. camp. <laughs> I think my parents were just looking for a way to get rid of me for multiple weeks at a time. And like the Jewish camp that I had been going to for a month each summer obviously wasn't an option in Tennessee. Yeah. They would have had to fly me back to Pennsylvania. 
That's a totally different ball game. So yes, and so, they were like, "We need time away from you." So good. We're to sending n- you to sports camp with Stephanie. <laughs> sports camp. Oh god, that was something. That was. I mean, I had a blast. I remember loving it. But then, yeah, I don't even remember what we fought about. But either way, basically, Morgan and I survived a top eight disaster. Yeah, we made it through just in time for Morgan to fucking leave me and move across the country. <laughs> Which is where Facebook comes in. Yes. For us, at least, because I remember you making me the Facebook page in your kitchen, like when I was leaving or after school ended and, you know, we had like a couple weeks. Yeah, that was the worst time. We went and broke into construction houses and took pictures for your profile picture for Facebook. I could vomit. (laughs) I could actually throw up right now. Oh, God. That was a big hobby of ours is breaking into construction houses. Why? I couldn't tell you. All the time. And interestingly, we didn't get murdered no. by creepy neighbors. No, I don't. I get, we did live in a pretty affluent area. Though, so that probably I know, but listen, it. like, you know, no one thought anything of it. It was just kids looking in a house that wasn't finished being built yet. Yeah, true. That was never a threat to anybody. If anything, they were like get out of the construction house yeah it was more so like we were the problem not like we were in danger right yeah it was always like oh we're gonna get in trouble but yeah that was like a big hobby of ours especially when i guess because it was just i don't know like we wanted to do something we weren't supposed to do so it was like the most mild version of deviancy was just like breaking into construction homes hanging out in people's houses that weren't ours right but eh, we never did anything. We never we did just, anything. It wasn't even like we went in there and smoked weed like a normal teenager. We just like broke. No, we just went in. Yeah, we just, <laughs> just walked around. Fucked around. Like um, it was like we were future Chip and Joe and he was like, oh, I really love what they've done with this kitchen. You know, I just think it's a really great open concept. <laughs> Can you believe how much progress they've made here since last week? It's amazing. It's incredible. I love what they've done with the shower. It's so open. The backsplash and tile is incredible. Really great work, guys. Great work. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> we're the lamest teenagers of all time yes <laughs> was like, i didn't start drinking until after you left like i didn't do no, stupid it took shit. me probably to like my senior year of high school to start drinking oh yeah no once you left i was fucking done <laughs> 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 I was like, get me started on when i was offered coke in college that did not go well <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anybody wants to go into the stories with me not i mean, yet bad choices <laughs> no i didn't do the coke that was the bad choice because i was a fucking nerd oh. do the coke <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna comment on it on what i did <laughs> i was offered that we'll have that discussion at a different time <laughs> okay so facebook like you said was cool because i think it took some of the competition factor out as far as it wasn't who was coding the most or changing their song the most. You didn't have the top eight anymore, but you did have messages. And it is the one thing that helps me keep up with people's birthdays to this day. It's pretty much all I use it for. That's true. Yeah. That and like Facebook groups. Like if you have a couple good Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. It's also like it's it's the, the boomers use it. Mm-hmm. So if you are not, you know, trying to keep up with like parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles, that kind of thing. Um, not so much people our age anymore. Or if you date a geriatric. Or what? If you date a geriatric, then they still you use date it. date a geriatric? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm dating someone who's like five years older than me and he uses Facebook like all the time. Oh, my God. I know. I was like, you don't you're not supposed to use that. Like, you're old, but you're not that old. And he's like, this is what most people use. Look at the statistics. I was like, um, OK, but I'm going to tell you that I'm cooler than you. <laughs> you and not most people right. use it. Exactly. I, I mean, Facebook's annoying now because of all the issues with advertisements and false information being spread. And, you know, I mean, every. Every social media these days has always, there's the opportunity for conversing back and forth on pictures and posts and shit. But I feel like Facebook goes way further yeah. with the correspondence with people that you don't know back and forth on posts. Yes. And like having, I, I that is my worst nightmare is to get into an argument with someone I don't fucking know about information because on Facebook, like, let's say just, I don't know, the vaccination argument. To me, you have no real evidence 
at all against vaccinations. None. You have no true concrete evidence because the only thing you ever had, the man went to jail for for falsifying evidence. Okay, that was the only thing you had. And it's false. And he went to jail. But you can find some fucking article to back up your argument that some mommy essential oil blogger made. And I'm like, that's not true. And they're like, well, I have the I have evidence. I'm like, that's not evidence based practice. That's not peer reviewed. That's not how this works, ma'am. Yeah, it's like arguing with the dumbest of the dumb. Yeah. And And uh. you'd think it would be easy because they're so stupid, but it's so difficult because they're so stupid. They bring you down to their level and you just don't need that in your life. Or I don't need that in my life. No. It's interesting, though, because like one of the things that we've discussed when it comes to social media is like the generational way that it was used. And I feel like millennials are kind of right smack dab in the middle Gen Z is probably more Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, TikTok. Millennials are like Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and then boomers are like Facebook. Yeah. I would say I feel like Twitter catches some Gen Z and some boomers, but it's mostly millennials. We're on like the end of the millennials. Like we are very close to the cusp because our siblings are technically Gen Z. So we are kind of straddling that little gap i feel like so there's some things they talk about gen z and i do identify with and there's some things i talk about with millennials identify with but i do feel like we're kind of in this little bit of a lost zone don't you agree yeah it's definitely gray yeah for sure gray because i have a twitter i do like twitter i don't use twitter as much i would say i would say instagram is my number one that i now now it's tiktok tiktok's probably my number one (laughs) then instagram then twitter then facebook i I love Twitter, not because it adds any information, any accurate information to my life or anything like that. I feel like more people are posting seriously educational material on Instagram right now because we're paying closer attention to the people who are like in it as far as Black Lives Matter goes. Like we're paying more attention to the actual black people who are part of the movement that are trying to educate everybody else, which is fucking amazing. So Instagram is where I'm getting a lot of that content. Yeah. But Twitter is where I'm getting like the deepest, darkest bullshit that people can come up with. And I fucking love it. See, I used to go to Twitter for all my comedy content because I just feel like for the most part, I couldn't get great comedy. I mean, like obviously Heather McMahon is really funny on Instagram. You have like some good meme accounts, but most of my comedy came from Twitter, and now that I'm getting twi- like comedy from TikTok, I don't find myself going to Twitter as much. Okay, yeah, I can see that. TikTok's fucking funny. We've already gone over how much we love TikTok. It before. has its own episode. She doesn't need any more attention. She's fine. She's fine. She, she's she's fine. amazing. She but fine. she's fine. She's fine. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like Facebook kind of took out that, but then Instagram introduced this whole new fucking realm of social media of like taking that highlight reel you're seeing on Facebook and like upping it. Yeah, there's actually research and I don't have the article, but if I, when I do find it, I'll send it to you so that we can like cite a source. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you know, the takeaway was it's not good for you because you're looking at everybody else's, like you said, highlight reel. They're posting all their best moments, their most beautiful moments, like the best places that they've been. And you're comparing your everyday life to what other people are putting out there. Yeah. And it's not fucking healthy. No, it's not. Like, think about, okay, so you post, like, your trips and stuff. Like, a lot of Instagram is when you're on the vacations, when you're having the nice dinners out. You're not posting, like, the fucking struggle you're going through every day or, you know, we're working full-time jobs and doing this podcast and living lives in your new relationship. Like, we are so fucking busy and exhausted, but you would never know that if you look at our Instagrams. Our Instagrams look like life is breezy. We're going on these cute little trips and going out to fun dinners. And that's all we're doing because no one posts that like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking tired that I can't function anymore. Nobody puts that on Instagram. Or if they do, it's like in an insincere way to make money. Yes, true. People are like, especially the fitness people, which I don't fucking like at all. But they're like, 
I did not want to go to the gym today. Like I woke up and I seriously did not want to go, but I did. And now I feel great. And like, I never regret a day at the gym by my bra or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know why? Because I drank this powder drink and now I look like this and I eat cheeseburgers. But this is why. Uh It it gives me explosive diarrhea every day. That's how it works. It makes you shit. It's a laxative. It's bulimia, (laughs) but it's out your butthole. It's great. And it doesn't fuck up with your teeth. And like you just have to be within five minutes of a bathroom at all times. But like sacrifice to be skinny, bitches. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Instagram. And you know what? I did do a good cleansing of the like bloggers that I follow while I was in quarantine. But I still will find myself. I'm like, if I need to not spend money, I don't go on Instagram because they tap I I love fucking love skincare I do love fashion and I hate shopping so I'm like oh I'll just buy this online I like on you and I need this skincare and this is on sale and this is whatever and I end up spending money and it's like fucking marketing that gets to come into your brain at all times and it really fucking gets to you right that's another thing that they've done research on is like the algorithm of Social media, especially Instagram, is like it looks at who you're following. It looks at who follows you, what you like, what you look at more. Um, and then not only are they targeting advertisements at you directly to get you to spend money, but they're only showing you things that you are familiar with or things that you agree with. And then you end up also in this like social media bubble where you're like, Everybody likes the same thing that I do because it's all I see on social media. Everybody believes the same thing that I do because it's literally, it's all over social media. I see it every day, like as I'm scrolling through Instagram. Such a good point. It's crazy. So true. And that was, okay, I'll give Kyle credit for that because we were talking about that at breakfast today. Oh, thank you, Kyle. No, I never thought about that thing. I thought about the money thing. I thought about just almost like preying on you feeling inadequate and you're already looking at these girls' houses. Oh my God, the house Instagram will fuck you up, okay? I can't. I'm already on Zillow like every fucking second of the day, which I need to delete. Yeah, it's, I mean, like I, I fucking love this house we just moved into, okay? I love it. But then I want to do all of these projects because I see the shit on Instagram and I'm like, well, if they can paint their cabinets, we can. He's no, fuck that. He's like, I've worked on homes before. It's not as easy as this bitch just made it look. Calm down. It's like a sped up romanticized version of what renovations look like. Yeah. And then, you know, you buy their brand paint that they're selling and giving you a promo code for. But then you have to fucking pay somebody else to come in and fix it because this doesn't actually work. Right. Yeah. It's, but then I never thought about that. Like you do, you like tailors your audience to like that confirmed bias that you're right and no one else is. And I was listening to on this point to be there in fives episode last week. She did one on Gen Z. That's where I was talking about how there's like this whole attack against millennials, which I just think is a crock of shit. And every generation wants to think they're better than each other. And it's just, it's stupid. It's fucking, it's a marketing ploy guys. Like don't let them get to you. And she was talking about how do you see where like the k-pop fans were basically like they all signed up for the trump rally yes in order to do things okay and a valid point she has because they're on a side that you agree with or on the black lives matter movement and everything else you're like oh that's cool they're doing it for such a good cause what if someone was doing things like that like against the black lives matter movement wouldn't that be terrifying yeah like think like a wave yeah it's like a a manipulation of data it's yeah it's a manipulation of information it's you know what i mean like so it's kind of hard you're like oh yeah like these new age warriors for good things and when they're on your team it seems fucking awesome but then you see all these algorithms you see this data you see these hashtags and they're using these things to skew data and to skew perspective and skew information and the idea of how much just some very well-informed people can impact something like that, it's kind right. of terrifying. It is scary, but that's that's how things are right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I like it, but they're using the resources that they have. I don't know. I, you're right because it's, you know, against... <laughs> Trump and it's 
for Black Lives Matter and it's to make Trump look dumb, which I'm all for because he is one of the dumbest humans on earth. And, yeah, and he doesn't really need much help looking but, dumb. So, I mean, <laughs> right. That's true. More dumb. Yeah. And I love that. And I think it's a good cause. But you are right. Like, what if it was like a rogue group of Nazis, like, proud boys or whatever? Yeah. Who for I just I don't know that they have the numbers. The way that I don't know, dude. These I mean, K-pop people, like they're crazy big. That's a big following. But they also—that's a huge thing, though. They show how they're not as big as they look. Like how many followers they have based on interactions. Like they have five or ten times more, like the rate of followers to interactions than like Beyonce or Justin Bieber. Okay. So like they don't have the following. They just make that big of an impact. But there's all kinds of things like that. But I think, I guess the message I took out of that is just be careful and the data that you pick up and make sure that you have multiple sources. Because right now, obviously, I'm not saying fake news. Don't fucking come with me of that shit. But like, just be careful what you're taking in and make sure you're taking it from a couple different sources so that you make your own opinion and you're not just taking things off of TikTok and Twitter and things like that. Because what we're being shown repeatedly is that... people can infiltrate these sources that you're getting your information from. So just make sure, because we want we want you, we want everybody who listens to us to vote. We want everybody who listens to us voice to be heard and opinion to be heard. And we want you to be as educated as possible. And what we're seeing right now is how easily stuff can be manipulated. So just be careful. That's all. Right. Being as educated as possible does not mean getting information from Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That's like kind of a good jumping off point if there's something that you see repeatedly coming up that is like strikes you as an issue to kind of dig more into. And I also want to say, I know this is in social media, but it's also one thing that comes up, especially when it comes to politics and where we get our information, like Fox News versus CNN. Mm-hmm. Oh, They're yeah. both ridiculous. I'll just say it like they are two sides. They're extreme. Like, especially working at the hospital overnight when I can, like, hear people's TVs and I can spend time in the room with them. It's like there's the Fox News people, there's, like, (laughs) the CSI people, and there's the CNN people. And if you are listening at the same time to Fox News versus CNN, it's like they are just spinning and spinning and spinning. And it is – it's all bullshit and it's all out of control. They manipulate it. They do. They manipulate it and they manipulate it because you're on their channel. You obviously like them. Their advertisements are targeted towards like the majority group of people that watch whatever channel you're on. Yeah. And they're just feeding you what you want to hear and what you want to see. That's how it works. So just be mindful that it's maybe not completely unbiased and make sure that you are educating yourself on anything, whether it be politics or whether it's like, I just found this great new skincare item. It's like, okay, the person on Instagram with glowing skin is saying that, but like, where else can we find information about this to make sure that it's safe and that it works? True. So true. Like just multiple sources and not trusting just one person for all your information. I will say this is totally unrelated with saying that one thing, I am a pretty moderate person. I would say like I kind of fit towards libertarian, but I also I hate anybody who's just too diehard on either side because I isn't receptive to others information. Like I can't fucking stand it. And one news outlet like they have a podcast stuff. I really like the skim. I feel as if like traditionally I have been able to see them stay very moderate on things like maybe hinge a little bit more liberal, but like. They're a very good job at staying in the middle and not putting their opinion on things, I think. So I would say if you feel like you just keep seeing opinion pieces on things, I have frequently found a less biased piece by the skim. I'll also recommend the BBC. Okay. So yeah, so that just, you know, just check things out. We're not telling you how to take things in or how to feel about things. All we're saying is... You know, if you are watching one news channel and they tailor to you or you follow these group of people and then you do those fucking follow chains where you win a prize and you follow these 10 people and they're all being advertised like with the same companies and all of them are getting paid to say the same things over and over again. Because, guys, that's how advertising works. If you don't work in this industry at all, because I've done some like advertising 
with my last job, you have products, you have taglines, you have things you have to mention, and then you get to free free it, free ball it. Uh-huh. Perfect. <laughs> free ball it on the rest and really fucking wing it. But there are certain taglines that you have to say when you have an advertisement. And so when you have a product and you keep hearing these target words over and over again, is because anybody who's agreed to do an advertisement with them has been told to say these things. And so when you consistently hear that message from four or five different bloggers that you follow, it immediately sticks to you. Another, I'm saying, I feel like I also, when I'm giving a negative, I should give a positive because I do still follow bloggers and I do still enjoy a lot of that stuff. Um, Kathleen Jennings Beauty and she's cute on TikTok too. Oh, you think Kathleen lights? Yes, shit. She's funny on TikTok. (laughs) I love Kathleen lights. a lot of new girl stuff. And so make me make sure I get that right because now I'm like questioning myself. But Kathleen Lights, all oh, her YouTube is fucking incredible. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Kathleen Jennings Beauty on Instagram. She takes some ads, but she's also been very open about what's an ad, what's a not. She breaks it down. She only does ads from like places that have multiple products so she can pick what she's going to do an ad on. And she like will not do it on things that she's not actively using. She's very open about her ad policy. Right. Grace Atwood, she's great. And I love her podcast, Fat on Paper. And then she's just a good fashion beauty one who's also very open about what she's advertising. I love her. Oh, and Ty Bolt, things I bought and liked. If I only had one Instagram that mm-hmm. I could follow of wreck, things like that, it'd be Ty Bolt's things I bought and liked. Cool. But so there's goods and there's bad. And it's also nice to have, once you do have someone that you trust, to get some reviews from and kind of like work off of or like, oh, hey, this person's skin is like mine or they have the same skin tone as me and this looks good on them. So just be selective and test through things and don't build all of your opinions off one other person's opinion. Right. And no one else's opinion matters. (laughs) You know, if it's like, especially when it comes to things that you enjoy that maybe someone like posted and a social media thing like, this product sucks or like, I hate this brand. And you know, if it works for you, then it works for you. There's a reason why it's on the shelves. Cause it works for somebody. Right. Yeah, totally. So I, I don't know, I guess that's what's so hard is enjoy social media. We're not somebody who's saying, don't take it in, but take it with a grain of salt. Know that you're seeing people's highlight reels. Most people are not going to share the really sad shit. You know, Morgan and I have been very open, but that's also why we're probably, you know, people are kind of looking at us like we're crazy being vulnerable because most people aren't this vulnerable out in public. They're not going to have their good and their bad out for everybody to see. They're just going to have this highlight reel. Right. And it's understandable why, um, because it looks great and it makes your life look great. And who doesn't want you know, to be envied for how wonderful and beautiful their life is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it is wonderful and beautiful, but it's not like that all the time. Yeah. And no one's cool. life is like that all the time. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's always great. The weather isn't always great. The house isn't always super clean. You know, the dog isn't always behaving. The baby isn't like, you know, behaving perfectly and not crying all the time, you know, like that baby took that cute picture and then shat on its mom. Yeah. Or like now that we have, like I'm, ba- I live with a toddler. Like I'm not a mom. I'm basically in a stepmom role, but I wouldn't say I'm stepmom because we're not married, but I live here. And I see these things and they're like, we limit our screen time to 30 minutes a day. I was like, um, when I was quarantined with that three-year-old, let me fucking tell you, 30 minutes, my ass. You try entertaining a three-year-old while also trying to get stuff done all day and only have 30 minutes of Mickey Mouse. There's no way. I'm like, power to you. I'm so happy you can do it. But don't you dare fucking make me feel guilty. Uh-uh. I also don't believe that at all. Yeah. I'm like, really? 30 minutes? Oh, okay. Okay, Sally. What did you do? How many goddamn crafts? Because guess what? Three-year-old's attention span? About 20 minutes. That motherfucker loves to color. Do you think I can make him color for three hours? No. No, I cannot. I just think back to when I was a toddler, like you try tearing me away from Barney. Like I fucking dare you to tear me away from my Barney. Like I will fucking fight you. Yeah. And I mean, we could even go (laughs) off of this. Okay. So like mom shaming, fuck that noise. You listen, ladies, this is surviving, not thriving. You do what you have to, to be a mom. If you are not physically hurting them and you're okay and they're okay, you do what you got to do. You do what you fucking have to do. And no one else is allowed to say shit to you. 
Second of all, I also think that this whole social media thing is how MLMs have blown the fuck up because they find people who are in their times of weakness. They find people in times when they're lonely or when they feel inadequate or anything like that. And then they come in with their all done up Instagram. How great is this? I'm making this income from home. I'm a power mom, boss gang, girl gang, blah, 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 bullshit. And then they use social media to try to guilt these people into joining the pyramid schemes. It's fucking bullshit. Right. If you're questioning it, it's a pyramid scheme. Yes. Basically, if you make money off who's on your team, it's a pyramid scheme. Jesus. How do we get here? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I have, I love social media. Obviously, we have social media for the podcast because hello, how else do you get the word out there about what you're doing? And it's the best way to share the creative ventures you're on. So I don't have all hate for social media, but at the same time, fuck if it has not made life harder. Yeah, you have to really take a step back and when you start to feel like an emotional reaction to something on social media, if it's like a jealousy reaction and it's not like a, wow, I just learned something new or that's so beautiful. I'm so happy for them. (laughs) You know, like take, shut it off. Let it go. Take a second. That's not everyone's real life all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was a beautiful moment and we're happy for them. Yeah. Okay. And then turn off your fucking phone. (laughs) and and break. jerk off what because <laughs> that fixes anything <laughs> really and orgasm really clears your mind because you're not gonna be that jealous of anybody else after you come no no everything's That's fine a great thing yeah. <laughs> and we endorse that advice fully that is our recommendation <laughs> fuck therapy fuck self-control yep just go get off and everything will be fine yerk it yeah, and totally fine. You know when we didn't cover, which I would still consider a social media? Porn. Oh, well, okay, fair. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Pornhub, I mean, it's basically uploading Although your own I have videos. A lot of things to say. <laughs> that is its own episode because if we go down yeah. that road, things are going to get different. Yeah. <laughs> but Snapchat, talk about problematic. Like, truthfully, I have to get ready for work, so we don't have time to talk about this. But the only thing that I will say about Snapchat is that, thank God, that it did not exist when I was in high school. Yes, true. We'll do, maybe next week we can do another ep- ep- uh, another updated episode of Lessons I've Learned. And yeah, I think that's a good idea. And then we can cover Snapchat so we can relate it to my poor choices. <laughs> Mine too. Oh yeah, girlfriend. <laughs> All right, Morgan. Well, go to work. And before you leave, where can they hang out with us till next week? We're getting better on social media. We're trying. Instagram is at Make It Work Podcast. Twitter is at Make It Work Pod. Facebook.com slash Make It Work Podcast. And if you would like to email us, which we super encourage, if you have something you want us to cover, if you have a funny story to tell, we're compiling things for like a, just a quick story episode, maybe one day, Make It Work Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And all of those things, this is where you kind of know that a new episode came out, what it's about, things like that. If you subscribe, you don't even have to worry about it. That shit comes straight to your little inbox and it's in your library. But if not, come to your social media. And that's about it. We'll see you guys next week. Night, Mark. Love you. Love you too.